0: You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything, with your hosts, David and Brenda. And now, let's get to talking about This and That. Hello, podcast land. This is Brenda, a.k.a. Miss BrenBren. Her hood name. Okay, yeah, it's my hood name. And I'm David. I
1: don't have a hood name.
0: Okay, he doesn't have a hood name. But anyway, we are with a new podcast that is starting in 2019 called... This and That. And we are so excited to um, be here with uh, you guys in podcast sphere. um, Because we're going to have so much to talk about throughout 2019. And um, we're going to talk about things like...
1: Anything that comes to our mind. That's why it's this and that. It's like the old Jeopardy category, potpourri. So we'll talk about the hot topics of the day. We'll touch on movies,
0: sports, music, um, anything. Yeah, and we're even going to include a few interviews with people. So you never know who we might be talking to. And it could be you. Yeah. Or it could be some celebrity, who knows?
1: Six degrees of separation at work.
0: Yeah, it, there's just so much for us to um get into. But one thing is for sure, if you like what you hear or you want to give us input or um, send us comments or anything, you can email us at...
1: This, the letter N, that, this and that, at about Greater Cincinnati. Dot com. It's a mouthful, so let me repeat it. This, the letter N, that, at about com Also, you can like and please, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Right. Send us your feedback. Good, bad, whatever. We're open to it. This is this is just day one. In podcast land, as Miss Bryn says, said.
0: Right, and um, again, we are so looking forward to it. So why don't we just go ahead and get started? Sounds like a plan. All right. So it's 2019, so Happy New Year, everybody. Um, hope your year is getting off to a great start. And as part of, um, you know, New Year's stuff, everybody has New Year's resolutions, right? Um, no. You don't I, have a resolution? No.
1: I do not believe in New Year's resolutions. I, I, I'm I like Nike. Just do it. Don't wait for New Year to come around to start. Because studies have shown that most New Year's resolutions um, are a complete waste of time. Y'all are lying to yourselves. And you know it. Gym memberships, the gyms love it right now. Planet Fitness, so on and so on. They're running all these specials. They know that... Y'all get these gym memberships, you let, just let them lay there and they'll just
0: go ka-ching, ka-ching getting money, you're not showing up. Yeah, and that's why I'm not a fan of um, New Year's resolutions either. Don't quit smoking. But I'm a fan of Let's lifestyle changes because when I do a lifestyle change, that means I'm in it for the long haul. And it's not just something temporary that I'm going to forget about after, oh, two days. Yep. So I,
1: I, yes, and with that, if you're gonna do lifestyle changes, don't keep them to yourself. You need to uh, s- spread the word to your circle of friends, support system, and so on, so they know that you wanna quit smoking, lose weight, whatever it is, and they can needle you and nag you about it and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's part and, of part of the process.
0: Yeah, and part of needling and nagging. Um, uh, in terms of my sphere of friendships, I have uh, David here that will needle and nag me about my lifestyle changes. So it's a hard job, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah. So and I thank him greatly for it, and I'm sure that you will thank others that will keep you on the straight and narrow towards whatever your changes need to be. And let's talk about one of the um changes. That I have for myself for 2019. And um, I want to get more into movies. Now, I'm not a big movie person. That's an understatement. Yeah, okay. And so, um, one of the things I want to do is go to the theater more. So I can see more movies. And there is a movie coming out in March of 2019 called Us.
1: Yeah, is it that, if you haven't heard about this, this is
0: Jordan Peele,
1: Key and Peele, Get Out. This is his latest horror movie that's coming out, as Brenda said, in March. And we're going we're gonna to play a little bit of the trailer. You can go to your usual sites to hear the official trailer, see the official trailer. Let's just, let's just get into this a little bit, and then we'll, we'll talk about... First of all, you know you're dealing with somebody who is crazy because it's a horror movie. You got Black Family, and you got I got five on it. I hadn't even thought about this song in at least a decade. And here it is in a trailer for a horror movie.
0: Yeah, it's it, a song that came out, what, mid-90s? Mid-90s, loonies,
1: out of Oakland. The remix has everybody who was big in Oakland at the time, Shock G, everybody. And uh, again, hadn't thought about this
0: song in a long time. Anyway, And, and the, definitely would not associate with I Army. Got Five On It with a horror yeah.
1: flip. All right, let's, no more interruptions. a classic
0: I Got Five On It, It's about drugs. It's not about drugs, it's a dope song. Dope not drugs. Okay. Creepy! Yeah, here, here's
1: where he starts to flip the script on the song. He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's Vodka Clock. Oh,
0: yeah. Where's Jason? The family. Ah, can I help you? Sorry. Put your shoes on. If you wanna get crazy, we can get crazy. Yeah, I can't wait to go see this in the um in the theater. And right now, I'm not watching the trailer. I'm just listening to it, and I'm creeped out.
1: Yeah, so what happened in this trailer is that the monster or monsters in Us, and why it's called Us, it's the black family themselves. They are being stalked by creatures that look like them in the horror world or occult world we're talking about doppelgangers nice German word basically means evil twin so these they're evil twins know and think like them they know what they're gonna do how they're gonna do it this should be an awesome creepy movie there are a lot of easter eggs in this film some of you have some ideas drop us a note let us know what the hell is the deal with all the rabbits um scissors very sharp, big scissors seem to be the weapon of choice. It's, it's deep. Also, is the movie really, since Jordan Peele seems to talk about multiple layers and themes, is he really talking about um, black folks making it and selling out? Is that really what this is about? And that the monsters are themselves because they're not being themselves as they navigate through this my, this white Middle class, upper middle class, suburban world. Watch the trailer; it'll, it'll make more sense. Obviously, podcast is just audio, but I, I looking at this, I can't wait to see this
0: in the theater um, and be creeped out. Yeah, and and like I said, it comes out in March of twenty nineteen, and uh, I'm not a fan of the horror genre, but it sounds like to me, Jordan Peele is a um, a cross between Hitchcock and Wes Craven. I mean, it's like if you put those two together, then I think you get Jordan Peele, and this should be really fun. Yeah, that, that, I, I, I would agree with that. And he is doing,
1: with horror, uh, what science fiction writers have done with science fiction, meaning they'll transport you into a different motif and context so, that you suspend your disbelief and they can talk about larger social issues and you won't get weirded out or tripped out or go to your normal corners and be open minded to what that author, director, and so on is talking about. So, who's in this movie? You got Lupita Nyongo in here. She is the, the mother, Oscar winner, Lupita Nyongo. Oh, you gotta yeah, put that you Oscar did, winner to You front gotta of put it. the Oscar it winner. Part of in um, and of course she was last in Black Panther that I saw. Um, and then you have her husband, um her husband's character is Gabe,
0: who was and also, also in Black, in Black Panther.
1: Panther. Um, can't think of can't think of the brother's name, I'm sorry. But he was in Black Panther, you'll you'll see who who he is. And then they've got two children. Part of this as well, the family is four. But then there's all of a sudden you see this fifth
0: little girl Oh, Come on, don't spoil it right, for people. All right, All right, all right. Let them see it's in it the for trailer. themselves. It's in the trailer. Look at the trailer and send us a line, like David said, at this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com, and let us know what you think of the trailer. And as a matter of fact, like I said earlier, um, I want to get into to seeing more movies. So if you have any suggestions about movies that are up and coming or movies that have already been released. That I might be able to go back and look on on demand or rent or whatever, or whatever. Um, I'm getting all choked up about seeing movies. I mean, is that telling you I'm excited about this you, or what? You're really excited. Oh yeah. Um, so let drop me a line and let me know what I should be going to see. Now, one one last thing about us. It's um,
1: Universal Pictures. Is doing the distribution and the planned release date is Friday, March fifteenth of this year, twenty nineteen. Of course, I would not be surprised if there's some you know midnight Thursday showings or something else like that that happens. You're just gonna have to check it out on social media, see what's happening in your local community, and stay tuned. But it it looks like it'll be a good one.
0: So um, we're talking about going to the theater and seeing this movie. So what does that say about um, African-American spending? Well, uh, we spend a whole lot of cash. <laughs> yeah, isn't that like $1.2 trillion or something like that?
1: $1.2, $1.3, what's, what's a couple hundred billion dollars? Yeah, what's a amongst, couple hundred you know, billion? Black
0: folks. Yeah.
1: But yes, yes, and in all seriousness, black purchasing power, not to be confused with black wealth, unfortunately, but black purchasing power... Uh, last time measurement came out not too long ago, it was one point, somewhere between $1.2 and $1.3 trillion with a T dollars. That's how much
0: we drop in the American economy. So if we're spending that much money in the American economy, then why are we having all these living while black, hashtag living mm. while black incidents? What's up with
1: that? It's just driving me out of my mind.
0: This is crazy. Every day there's something. Every day. I because mean, recently you had um two incidents, um one with the gentleman in Portland, I think yeah he was um, spending Jermaine money Massey. spending name. money at a double tree hotel. Suites hotel yeah, where he was staying, and um he had the police call him on him just because he was sitting in the lobby and and he this is on Instagram.
1: he posted the whole incident of Instagram with with Earl. The security guard there and and Luis the manager. Um I don't know what to
0: say. This is insane. I mean I don't understand. Insane. It. I mean we are spending so much money in the economy. I mean, we are, you know, going to stores, um, we're buying clothes, we're buying groceries, we're buying cars. I mean, we're staying at luxury suites and Ooh. And that kind of thing. and um, But yet, just because you're in the lobby, on the phone of a hotel where you have a room, you're a guest, you are having the police called on you. I mean, that's
1: crazy. Well, it's even crazy. I think, I think he gave the hotel too much credit. Because credit, he's like, well, they racially profiled him because he was wearing a hoodie and all this other stuff. But you see in the video, he's dressed better than... Just about all the white folks going by, I mean, they're in shorts and T-shirts because it's it's a hotel in Portland, so I mean, it's it's not like we're talking about a, you know, five star fancy international hotel where it's an after after seven affair that type of thing. No, so he he's fine. I think he gave it let them off the hook a little bit. It, it was just they they profiled him because he was black. In the lobby, by himself, on the phone,
0: and Earl was like, "He's obviously up to no good." It made no sense. And what you know there, there there is an issue when he shows you his hotel room card. I oh, don't care. I mean, he shows you your his key card, and they still don't care.
1: By that time, it was obvious they had already made up their minds. They were throwing him out. They they
0: had made up their minds that, that. And it's not like his credit card, you know wouldn't take the, um, the charge. I mean, he was good to go. He He had a
1: room. He was in. The police had to go escort him to the room so he could take his, take his, uh, things out. And, you know, I actually, this is one where I actually feel sorry for the police. Because it's a private business. They gotta take the word of the, the hotel that he is persona non grata. And the police were willing to help him find another hotel. He was like, no. I understand why he, because he was pissed off. But, he was a guest. They knew he was a guest. Yeah. Well, this is. But by that time, they had made up their mind that he was. Yeah, and in this is my theory about what happened. You had Earl, the security guard. He might be head of security at the hotel. Maybe he's not anymore. But he was the head of head of security, I guess. Because at one point, Luis says, "Whatever Earl says goes." But, but Earl essentially goes over, and. Uh, and and says why why who are you why are you here? It's one of these kind of things. And the the brother's on the phone because he's on the West Coast. He's from the East Coast. And And it's all he midnight. wanted to do
0: was talk with his mom.
1: His mother had called him. He knew because it was three AM on the East Coast this is an emergency. So and he doesn't go into what it was an emergency, but he doesn't go into what that was about. So he's talking to his mother trying to figure this stuff out. His phone is dying. This guy, Earl, comes over and starts going into... He he goes slightly off from the rest of the people in the lobby so he doesn't disturb them and vice versa. And this is when Earl apparently comes over and says, Who are you? Why are you here? And instead of just genuflecting and saying, Oh, please don't throw me out, Mr. Earl, and everything else, he, he essentially says, I'm having a moment. Can you come back later? And he was being uppity, as they used to say. And that's when Earl decided he didn't care what the answer was at that point. He was throwing this guy out the hotel. Well, I think Earl and management should have cared
0: about what he had to say.
1: And I'm talking partly from personal experience. I'm one of these people that's had a before it was called living by black. (laughs) I've had these experiences.
0: Well. Again, I think um, Doubletree Scrooge and Earl and whomever else are going to wish they had let this gentleman have his moment with his hotel room in the the lobby, whatever, um, because he wasn't hurting nobody. And I think now they are going to have to um, answer for what they've done. I don't know. Uh, I mean... uh I think I think this happens so
1: often unless it's completely ultra outrageous it, it, it kind of pops up and then people have grown numb to them. This one was so, so kind of, I don't want to say benign, but it was it was just so um, transactional in its nature, and you know there's no profanity or anything else in the video. The videos kind of the videos on, on, are kind of kind of boring you have to go through all of them just to see what happened but there's no kind of fireworks and i think this is why the media reported it but then moved on because it's not outrageous enough given all the stuff that's happened well we're growing too numb to this
0: trust me we should um we're gonna hear some more on this one i'm pretty sure that um the brother is not going to let this one pass. Well, I, and I, speaking of ultra, um, yeah, outrageous, outrageous. Yeah, I want to talk about talk about that one about the kid in New Jersey. Yeah, the wrestler and Andrew
1: Johnson, um, named after the, well, not maybe not named after, same name as a. Uh, and he president. was asked to cut his dreads off. Well, this is what's crazy. It's not the beginning of the wrestling season. Andrew Johnson's a wrestler in the state of New Jersey. He's been wrestling. He's been wrestling on a team. This wasn't their first meet. It wasn't even his his first... They, they stepped into the arena and he's told this. So pretty
0: much he was dressed the way he had been dressed all season long.
1: And all season long, sometimes, apparently there's a rule that says if you have hair that's a certain length or whatever, you got to have a head covering. If, separate from headgear, if you if you know about wrestling, it's some kind of head covering. Um, which... Isn't fascinating. I've seen no study that says, you know, somebody's dreadlops whipping and, you know, put somebody's eye out or give somebody an unfair but, advantage. But he needless
0: to a, say, he had his um, his head covering up.
1: He had, yes. But it wasn't good enough for the for the referee, um, um, Alan Maloney, who has a history of, shall we say, racial incidents in his past. And we'll just leave it at that for yeah, now. Yeah, leave it at that. <laughs> but... Uh, when they first came into the meet, everything seemed to be, you know, kosher. And then when he's going going um, to, to wrestle uh, his opponent, all of a sudden, uh, Maloney's like, oh no, this isn't going to do. This head covering and the like isn't going to work. It was fine originally. It's been fine at every other meet before then. Now, all of a sudden, it's not okay. And he's like, you either, you either are going to forfeit the match because you're not going to be able to compete. And you know it's it's a team sport. They so, do individual effort, but it's a team so, sport. So his so team would have not gotten man, those points.
0: This young man was forced to make a um, a decision not for himself, but for his team. Uh, well, that's what they say.
1: But it's it's no. He was he was humiliated, emasculated. It was
0: wrong. That whole choice. and
1: it was. No, I unnecessary. agree with you on that
0: one. It was wrong it was he, unnecessary. He took one for the team. He should not have had to cut his locks off, especially no in sense. front of the the crowd. Right. Right. And I now that had to
1: be very humiliating. Exactly. Really but humiliating. but I I don't know the facility there. I don't blame the trainers or the coaches for how that was done. I really blame the referee. And it sounds like this referee is not going to be a referee. Um of at least uh, high school sports anytime soon anymore. And well, it doesn't sound he like he be. should
0: be. Shouldn't be. They should take him out um, and revoke his referee card. But, but this, is a bigger, this is a bigger issue
1: in society. I mean, this goes even beyond living while black because there have been recent incidents where if you look at um, student athletes that happen to be um, Muslim and female, and they have headscarves and things like that, all of a sudden this is not becoming okay somehow in the sport. And it doesn't make any sense. Again, there's no studies and the like that say, oh gee, their headscarf is somehow gonna magically fly off their head while they're doing basketball and put somebody's eye out or puncture an eardrum. It just doesn't make any sense. Why? Why? It makes no sense why some of these rules are being made. So like I said, this is another one of these societal
0: issues and it goes even beyond um, living while black. So there's pretty much been something like it's this something. on a daily basis. Um and not sure if this is all because everybody now has a, a recorder on them because of cell phones and so they can shoot video more frequently um, or, or more quickly or if there's something else going on that's Bringing all this to a head. Well, I, but there's I, just too much of I it. I
1: think, like a lot of things, Brenda. It's it's. There's no one answer. We humans, we like to have, you know, if A then B. But usually, it's like plane wreck. Planes crash when they crash because a lot of things happen. There might be one trigger, but a whole other things cascade. And it's the same thing here. Yes, you have more um, um, smartphones out with cameras, recorders, etc. People posting, but. All of a sudden now, you have, especially, and I'm just talking United States, I can't speak for other countries, but in the United States, all of a sudden it seems like um, 18 to 39 or 49 year old white females especially feel like 911 and the police are their personal concierge bodyguard service to resolve disputes. And it is just maddening to me.
0: Yeah, it has gotten out of control. That is
1: a completely. That's a big part of it. All of a sudden, it's like this person is breathing my air, and I don't want. It's my air. It's just it's a whole sense of entitlement, and they're calling nine one one over the craziest stuff. So I, you know, it's,
0: it's ridiculous. But who, who are do you? you think? I've never
1: seen you in this building before. Well, I've never seen you either. Oh, but but you can't be. This is this is my building. You can't live in this building. I and
0: mean, crazy stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, okay, but for those out <laughs> in podcast land, let us let them tell us what do they think. Drop us an email at this and that at And let us know what you think about this particular subject. Okay, um, and again, it's all around the hashtag living while black. And there's so many other um, examples we can give, but those are the two at the moment that are front and center. So we'll leave it at that. So, um, anything and else you want to talk about? I, I, hey, I'm so worked up now. I I gotta go go
1: do something, exercise, get my blood pressure back down. Well, so it's I, a good spot to to end the podcast. And for I now.
0: think you should save some of that energy for our next podcast when we'll be back to talk about. More that we want to um, chat about, converse about. So um, again, drop us a line at this and that at about Let us know what you think of um, our podcast, this and that, and subjects that we've talked about so far. And if you have any others uh, subjects that you would like for us to talk about, talk about in the future.
1: All right, and again, if you. Like the podcast, like, subscribe, send us feedback this and that at about Uh So until next time
0: all the best
1: Miss Bren Bren and David signing out.
0: You have been listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything, about anything. This has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by AboutGreaterCincinnati.com. Music by Poddington Bear. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes if you have any comments or suggestions about this episode future episodes interested in sponsorship and or advertising please email us at this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com all rights reserved thank you and all the best